Welcome to the round table. My name is Ben Hurst and I'll be your host for today. And today we're going to be discussing identity and labels. It feels like now more than ever, society is putting labels on everything. Who we eat, oh wow, <laughs> who we eat. <laughs> we're back to the last one. <laughs> It feels like today more than ever, society is putting labels on everything that we do. The person we love, the food that we eat, the ways that we behave. And the question is, is it all just too much? Or is it just what we need to feel safe and to feel like we're part of a community? How are millennials identifying themselves in 2019? We're going to start the conversation with a question. What does society label you as and why? I'm in politics, so I get BAME woman. Sometimes now I'm in a conservative environment, so I get working class or from a deprived background. Um, <laughs> You've got to love the conservatives, eh? Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I'm not, no shots, but I'm more aware of the boxes that I fit into um, because I'm not in an environment that, um, I'm not surrounded by people who look or sound or are from the same places as I am. Mm. So um, the differences are more apparent. Um, and for me, they're more apparent because the people I'm around aren't necessarily um, always accommodating to those differences. And I've always been in environments that were very inclusive and we had lots of different people, but there was a very much inclusive and diverse environment. So now I'm not in those kind of spaces. Mm. The labels are far more apparent. Right, um, right, right. Yeah. So you, you notice the labels more when you're not around people that you identify with? I think you notice the labels more when you are surrounded by people who aren't comfortable with differences. Okay. KG, what about you? How do you identify? What does society label you as? Stormzy. <laughs> um, anyone dark-skinned, basically. Well, I'm the one, I'm the person that people say I look like, I look, and I don't look nothing like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. anyone. So usually I look like a security guard or big, or just like... <laughs> I'm not over Stormzy. <laughs> just anyone big and black, really. That's the, I think that's my thing. Or people, I think when people see me, they, obviously I'm like, I'm cool in it. Yeah. But then I know before I say something, they're like, oh, I wonder what you'll do to me. Yeah, man's going to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, me. I wonder yeah. what he's going to do. That's the, that's the first thought sometimes. And then they hear me laughing, like, oh, he's not going to do nothing. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But then it's like, I do, in terms of, um, but then it's the roles I get as well, though. So I will get, like, obviously as an actor and stuff, I, when I see a script, I kind of know where I'm going. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna break in your house or something. Yeah, street for number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, rate yeah. me a bit more. I'm not just number three. I'm right, probably number like number one. I'm a professional. No, but um, I think it's how you identify okay. is more important. So I don't really care. Yeah. Usually, like, I love being, I love doing comedy shows and people thinking I'm a security guard. And then I step on the stage and like, oh shit, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know he was gonna do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't. Why didn't you tell us he was a um, comedian? Do you know what I mean? So I do like frying on his head. You know what I mean? So um, I think identity is how you're, how you perceive yourself right. first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Before then. People, anyone's gonna think something about you, but that yeah. doesn't matter. I'm a bit more secure. In. I think what you said was really interesting about not caring, yeah. because I feel like I, I want to say I don't care, but yeah. actually the impact of 
being labelled in certain ways. Like there were loads of stereotypes that you were talking to, talking about that alluded to like being a black man yeah. and being like one thing is like being perceived as a threat or being perceived as scary. Yeah. And I wanna not care about that, but yeah. I feel like the impact it has on me means that I actually move through the world completely differently. To like somebody who's not a black man, like when I'm on public transport, I'm super aware of like how I'm presenting or whether I'm intimidating or who I'm sitting next to or yeah. not spreading my legs, not taking up too much space, all of that kind of stuff like constantly plays on my mind. I think when you're the, when you like the proper minority. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're, <laughs> <laughs> then like, you're like, yeah, group. then you're, What's then the you're minority? like, if I go to, if I go to, what's that place where it's like all you can eat food, it's all you can eat but proper English food, like proper white English food. Toby Carvery. Toby Carvery. Oh, if I go to Co Toby Carvery, yeah, I feel mad black. That's when I'm like, whoa. <laughs> even like, even the guy giving me the sausage is like, yeah. He's like, why are you here, bro? <laughs> yeah, like, So, um, um, I think when you're in, a, when you're in that place, that's when you're like, um, Oh, swear down. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when you that's when you notice. But then again, I think it's it, it it's in your attributes to who and what you do in a sense. So like you can put me in that place and I'll be like, they're looking. Yeah. But I'm like, whatever, man. Yeah. That's literally I mean? how I feel in like every space I'm in. In that is like being a black guy in Toby Carvery in that sense of being, you know, black. Jamaican heritage, also, as people see you, they're like, you're a Christian, you're minister, priest, preacher, whatever, also part of the LGBT plus community, all those things mixed together and it's like, who are you? You don't belong in any one particular space. So the church will say, you know, you're not really Christian because there's this aspect of you. The LGBT community are kind of wary of me because they're like, but well, you're a Christian and look what the church has done to us. Um, and then amongst Jamaicans, they're just confused because they're like, you're not Jamaican, you're not male, you're not Christian, you're not anything, like, we don't get it. And the LGBT thing does, doesn't exist. So it's like, no label works in that yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think often that happens and you don't sit com completely within one category. Yeah. Um, if you cross over one in a particular way and are happy to own it, then the labels thing becomes really difficult for people mm. to, because right. they can't categorize you. So, uh, like, I, I was just thinking about this. Obviously, it's really interesting listening to this now, because I was thinking, like, when I was brought up, I was brought up very, I was in like a, this convent school, private school on, on like a hill in like a boarding school in like the middle of like the south, like, like south coast. So like um, I actually now coming, like living in places um, up north and just having friends much more diverse and like literally there was maybe one person who I, I don't, I don't even really remember much because it was ages ago, but it was, it wasn't diverse down where I was. And now coming up and having friends from, all over people who've like recently come over from um, Iran who are like ru like running running from their past lives, mm. and like speaking to them now, I realised the stuff, the labels that I was taught right, to use right, on right. other people, yeah. mm. like the, the labels that like <laughs> like my like the community at least down there yeah. was sort of showing me to other people, and now I meet people and I realise the difference between the labels and what's actually true, yeah. like what people have, you know. Yeah, and we definitely build like these constructs and these understandings of other people. Yeah. Some people argue it's because like they need to do it to, to feel safe or to protect themselves from danger or whatever. But we all have like certain ways of understanding people from the moment we see them. Mm. Um, Andy, I'm interested in how you, or how society labels you. Well, I'm a bit of a weird one, really, because, well, I started a, a cult, well, a church, but <laughs> we didn't subscribe to any denominations, so I'm technically a cult leader, which is great in pubs, what but um, when you're trying to get partnerships with churches, it doesn't go down too well. Yeah. So, within Christianity, some Christians are a bit 
wary of me. Um, our first location is on Clapham Common, so often when gay people meet me, they come from the position of thinking I hate them when I don't. Right. And then atheists have been quite aggressive towards me. And then, although I am white, I don't look white. Mm. So I get um, F off, abbreviated form of Pakistani, mm. and mm. to go back where I came from. Um, you like brown from here? No, I don't, <laughs> because I then agree with them. Yeah, you perpetuate the thing. As soon as I've yeah. said that, I've now agreed that it's legitimate. No, 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 I'm not one of those. It's okay. Right, right. Mm. I'm, I'm white like you guys, you know, let's do the mm. secret handshake. Yeah. So it gets a bit, it gets a bit confused and a bit messed up. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like none of it should actually matter, to be mm. honest. I think there's too many labels and it's jarring. It's too much. I don't even know where to start. Mm. There's like, you can't say this, you can't say that. Actually, no, this is this, okay. this is that. Oh, wait a minute, I'm this, I'm that. Actually, you can't, it's very confusing. And it's just like, you don't even know what to say anymore because you don't want to offend anybody. Okay. You don't want to like tread on anybody's toes. You can't say this anymore. You can't say that. And my label would be angry black woman, which which probably I've just kind of perpetuated. But uh, yeah, I oh, probably yeah. I probably come across as what well, people label me probably as like the angry black woman that's right. opinionated and always has something to say and chip on her shoulder. That's yeah. why you, you know passionate, I'd say. Passionate, yeah. I mean, I would I say I'm passionate, but yeah. a lot of people are, will interpret. Yeah, it's, it's you're angry and all this. And, and so the too many labels things comes from not not knowing how to label other people, or not being able to like, or being confused about how other people want to be labeled. I think it's everybody wants to feel included, right? And if you're not, you know, what society says is normal. Yeah then everyone comes up with these next names that they now, we have to class them by, or this is what I am. And it's just, to me, it's just, um, it's just too much. Yeah. I think if everyone is equal, then why do we need to come up with all these other things yeah. to call you, do you know, to, 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 so you feel accepted? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, just in general, like, I went to like a really like privileged white sixth form mm. and a lot of people there thought I was white with a tan. Wow. And I was, I was actually wow. like, like no, oh, some okay, people how, really what, don't what kind know. of tan in their dues? How can I look like you? And I'm like, this is natural. <laughs> like, you know, can't really help you there. Um, and before I used to be kind of angry at them, but I think as I've kind of grown up, I mean, I'm only 23, but still, I think I'm quite mature. <laughs> um, I, just, I just laugh because I'm just like, I just feel sorry for you that you're just that ignorant, that yeah. no one, you know, taught you well and like, um, it's not my place to educate you. Like, I'm not going to go around to everybody who's told me that, you know, this and that, because it's exhausting and I shouldn't have to. But especially in the industry I'm in, it's extremely hard being a woman of colour right. in the music industry. Because even recently, the other day, this security guard was, like, telling me to get out of the venue because mm. he was like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I work in. He was like, oh, really? Like, really? Like, you know, that, the kind of tone, um, because, you know, I didn't have a uniform. As a photographer, you wear what you want. You just have a camera. They assume you're someone else. Um, when I go on tour with bands, people are like, oh, so, like, who are you sleeping with? Yeah. And I'm like... Whoa. People and actually that, say that. actually valid in this space, every, right? Every single tour I've been on, there's been somebody, um, they'll shake the band's hand and look at me. So I kind of just make a point now of just walking up to everybody and just... Hi, Amisha, shake their hand. And they look at me like, oh my God, who's she? Like, yeah, 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 why am yeah, I shaking yeah. her hand? Like, when, when you spoke about the tone, I'm interested yeah. in what that is. What is that, that tone that you're talking it's about? It's literally, so I get it a lot with, I mean, I understand to an extent if I'm not wearing uniform, but then I see like 
a white guy walk past without uniform and they just like let him go. Yeah, but right, it, it's the tone. It's like, <laughs> literally, it's literally just like, they, it's, it's degrading. It's like, really? Like, I don't know. And it's expression they have. It's, it's not just to do with, it's assumptions as well. Because yeah. I was arguing with him because I was like, I'm not letting this go. I was like, why did you assume I was just a randomer? And he yeah. was like, oh, I mean, like, you just have a camera and you're walking about. And I'm like, and this other security guard just came in to like save my back. But I didn't really need him or want him, but obviously he listened to the other security guard and not me. Didn't believe I was like a legitimate photographer. And that's, that happens literally at least every day on a shoot. There'll be somebody right. mm. just like that. I, can I just, I get that in parliament and like I've had that and I've seen and heard stories of, um, so uh, when we walk around parliament, we have to use a pass. Um, and some people get checked for their passes more than others, especially when you're walking down corridors where the public shouldn't go down. Um, and so I've had this issue and what, uh, a piece of advice that someone gave me was that uh, in life we can choose to be offended by these things or we can choose sometimes to take on the role of an educator. So in a case like that, what I've learned now is that, so I had this person who was quite, I think, uh, racially discriminatory discriminatory towards me um, and rather than um, getting offended by it which I did for a very long time I'm now looking at ways to connect with him because you know we have these differences but we all have similarities and because I think in today's society we're so focused on the division and the labels and the differences um, we lose track and we lose sight of the similarities that we all hold. So I've tried to connect with him, see what he's interested in and try to build a kind of rapport. And then my next step of the strategy is to like take him out for a coffee and then say to him, look, you were doing this and this and you know, that came across as this and that can be quite harmful. And maybe, just maybe I've planted a seed that will help him internalize what he's doing a next time round. So sometimes rather than taking it on, because that can be really harmful if you take on that kind of stuff and keep it in here. But if you can take on an educator or it might help. Do you yeah. know what? I, I love that so much and I absolutely hate it at the same time. Yeah, because, because you I, shouldn't have to. Right, like I feel, I feel like it's really good and it's really important. And unfortunately, particularly for those of us who have identities that are not within what is considered mm. normal, like we, have to make so much extra mm. effort just to be accepted think, or just yeah. to fit in. I think that's sort of how equality has happened over time. Right. In the everything, whole time. like pe just being someone's, no matter if they, if they hate you, if you, they spit at you, being someone's neighbour, if that makes any mm. yeah, sense, yeah. like being friendly to them, no matter how they're treating you. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, yeah. you feel like you're. Um, maybe disregarded mm. yeah. as like uh, which with whichever labels mm. they've given you and it's not uh, just you just sort of have to I know this person has some uh, has a miss you know misinterpretation mm. about me so I'm, I'm gonna teach them that I'm not what they think yeah I and am. it's with everything you know it's not just being BAME yeah. it's with the pronouns like you mentioned right. the pronouns and I walked into an environment the other day and I referred to someone who wanted to be referred as um, to as they and yeah. I refer to her as a she yeah. And I was educated in that moment. And then I thought, do you know what? 
there's nothing wrong with it's not just BAME people yeah, yeah, that go yeah. through this it's other people who have right. the sim a similar struggle so and education is, isn't a bad thing because yeah. I was educated in that moment yeah. and I realised the importance it requires grace right like exactly. it, it requires people to allow for mistakes to be made yeah. this is something I really want to talk about which is a collection of things and I think what we often do is we like silo people into one thing so you are a black man or you are a black man or you are woman of colour you might be a straight white man we don't know and it's usually the things that I know it was wrong right but it was intentional because what I was going to say was it's usually the things that are visible to us immediately so things like disability don't come onto the agenda things like trans transgender when somebody is not visibly trans we don't identify them as that we just identify people as what we see and what I'm interested in is what things are have gone too far. So what things are the things that there is no longer space for us to have conversations about? It's no longer a question of us educating because I think we spent a lot of time talking about the role of education and how we can support people in understanding. But actually there are also people in the world who don't care, people in the world who don't want to know. And how do we navigate those spaces as people who have varied identities? What do we do? I think white people using the N-word, I don't want to have this conversation anymore. Like it's not, you're not allowed in it. Yeah. Like whether or not we use it, don't be like, oh my black friend said it's okay. No, no your black friend no. is chatting <laughs> shit wrong. and you're not allowed to use it. Yeah. Like things like that, I don't want to have to keep explaining it to you. Like the girl from Coronation, she's like, oh, when I said it, you know, I was, it's like, no, you're not allowed. Like you, you're just not allowed, innit? Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. question us. You're not allowed. Yeah. End of. Yeah. And I don't want to, it's boring. Yeah. It's I'm, so boring having that conversation continuously over and over again. Do you, my thing is, and, it's crazy because identity is like, it's strong to me. Like, especially someone, I've got a child, I've got a daughter and stuff. And now I'm starting to realize how the strength of like, so I've come, I've got a Nigerian background. Right. And as soon as I grew up here, mm. but my parents always told me that I'm not English, I'm not British. Mm -hmm. They said, you're Nigerian. Yeah. yeah. And I was brought up, even though I was here, I was brought up in a proper Nigerian community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. African parties. Yeah, it's not the same thing. Every, like, I was literally grew up in that community. Yeah. And that, was, I have so much strength from that. Do you know I mean? I actually knew who I was. But now I'm realising I've moved to Bromley with my daughter. And now and like... <laughs> that's, that's not Nigerian. And that it's not, <laughs> yeah. one, it's not Nigerian. And she's, she, like, before I, I've always, growing up, I just had black friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? I grew up in the ends. Yeah. Now, my daughter's experiencing what I will experience at uni when I'm the only black guy in a white class. Yeah. Now my daughter's the only black girl at a young age of three. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. if um, I, the toys that she has and the books that I give her, I, her, all of those are black. Yeah, they have to be. All of those are black. And I've said that and I've seen people's face like, oh my God, like, Raw, like, how can you just buy your daughter black dolls? Yeah. But I know there's an importance of her connecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's an importance of her feeling that's me. And, and there's also a lack of understanding of what the actual representation is in the world. There you so go. people don't see that all of the dolls are white. Mm. Like people don't get it unless you point it out. I can't out, find right? a black doll. If I go, I, I remember Christmas, 
we went to we went to the shop and said and I was like, have you got any uh, is there any black doughs? Yeah. Like, and the man was like, he went to the stock room, he just never came back. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? He's like, I think there's in the store. I just literally rows, rows of just yeah, like yeah. loads of little lovely white babies and stuff. I can't see I have to I have to order a black doll on Amazon. Yeah. But like the dark part of Amazon, you know, like you know, it's like raw like in the black market of Amazon, like what the hell? But it's like it, it, that thing there is because you were talking about educating and I was sitting there and I was like, no, man, I'm like, that's long. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, I don't want to I don't want to do that talk anymore about, oh, we need to teach them this. and we need to teach them that. No, right now, things things have to change. Right. And I know I have to I have to teach my daughter, you're black identify as a Nigerian because even if you identify as British, yeah, you'll be British for a while yeah. and then you'll fail and then they'll do Ancestry.com and remember that you're Nigerian. Do you see what I'm saying? So right now, to save yourself from all that, this is who you are. That's why I think education is like multifaceted. It's about the education you have with a racist colleague, but then also the education that you have with your daughter who is black and you're black and you have to educate her about the importance of where she comes from and you know, how, you know that she's amazing. And ed I think that education is just as important as the other. And I think when you do that, she may actually go into her class in Bromley yeah. and now have a conversation with uh, of another when she's five or, you know, she will educate someone in her class mm -hmm. and then we have a generational shift. But education needs to happen because if we don't have the conversations, the not, information's lost. But it doesn't, you, you're not seeing, you don't see black people, normal black people, on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are you gonna if you live up in Scarborough or wherever, like I don't know, anywhere. Yeah. yeah? Where there's not what do you call it? You haven't seen any black people. The first black people you found was the new family in East Enders. Yeah. Yeah? Or the it's rare. Yeah. Or you, you're not seeing that, or you're just seeing. Then, then if you do see, you see a snapshot of a kid stabbing. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or so, it's, so it's either a bad representation. You're or not getting a representation. Of black people who are in close proximity. A to normal whiteness. family. Yeah. But then, a normal family. So how can I educate? How can you have an education when you're not? You've never seen it. So first of all, we have no representation. Yeah. Like people call me MIA, and I'm like, she's Sri Lankan. I'm Indian. <laughs> big difference. Me. Big difference. Yeah. But yeah, we literally like. I don't know if you guys can name any Indian people who are like not light skin and kind of dark skin in the media because no. I can't even because there is literally nobody just mad so about I struggle that. with that a lot is that Bollywood is the biggest film industry in the world light skin light like, skin Bollywood yeah. yeah. and, it, and it's still it's still got its own issues but it's mad that the biggest film industry in the world has no representation in in this country like we still can't name anyone but you carry yeah. and even even I can't as in you know I've tried it's not like I haven't and especially doing photography like I always want to work with like South Asian women and you know I do have loads of friends but I can't just be using them all the time yeah, yeah, and yeah. there is a problem within the community you know that we need to fix and that's a separate issue but people were just not willing to like I get more support from everybody else that is not South Asian because there's just so much hatred like I don't know people just hate each other there and again it's because of the media like I can't even now name any like big TV shows or films that actually show a strong community or people getting together. Right. And if it is, it's like the Asian girl is like the best friend or the side chick, you know, yeah. she's, she's never important. I want to talk about, and also, like I said before, like we often focus on the most visible aspect. So I think it's natural that race comes up as something because every, we see how it affects the world. But I think there are some other things like gender and like sexuality that don't necessarily get as much space in the conversation. I'm really interesting um, in what you mentioned earlier about your your where your identities meet 
between being a man of colour, so being a Jamaican man, and also being somebody who identifies as gay? And what is that experience like? I think it's really it's difficult because people often have this idea of, of what it means. I think it's all tied up with masculinity and this idea of what it means to be a male. Um, and particularly within, I think, religious contexts or Christian ones, um, the idea of what a man is supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be a husband and that looks like something. Um, and if you're part of the LGBT community then also in the church or in lots of Christian spaces, the default position is that you should be celibate and you know, you're not meant to have a sexuality actually right, in a right. sense. Um, so you certainly don't explore that, you don't take it anywhere, you're not meant to look for love and that shouldn't, um, you know, even if you do find love, that's still seen as being something which some people would assume would just be a celibate relationship. Yeah. Um, so now there's like a completely new different way of, of being Christian and um, gay, bisexual, transgender, mm. lesbian. People are seeing that actually the two things for lots of people do work together. Um, how, how can the two work together when the Bible clearly says that it's wrong? So by, by you saying that it works together, that means you're disregarding the Bible, which is the basis of like Christianity. So it, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, I don't see how the two go together because if something, what you follow clearly says this is wrong and then you're saying there's a new way, is there a new Bible? That, that, that's, that's, what I, that's, that's, what, that's what I don't, I don't get. Sure, sure. And that's a yeah. fair observation. I would say that what people think is a new way is not actually yeah. that new. And actually, when you look at the context of things, so often people will point to Leviticus and Sodom and Gomorrah or things that St. Paul said, um, and will use those things as being reasons why they would say being gay is completely wrong and you can't be gay and Christian. But when we, when we begin to look at the context of those things, actually what we're talking about is not loving faithful relationships at all, yeah. but rape often. Yeah. <laughs> and situations where the, the complete context of that relationship is nothing to do with romance or love, um, but actually a desire which is not anything like what we're talking about now. Yeah. Um, let me begin to dig deeper. Where I, where I want to take this is into a slightly different space because I think this is an important conversation, but I also think it's really interesting what's happened, which is that what we also often do is like expect people to have the answers because they sit within the identities mm -hmm. when actually like they might not know like how things work or every answer will be able to give you a soundbite about how, what their opinion is on something. But what I am interested in is if, if I could give you a microphone and you could talk about your identity to the world and tell them what you felt they needed to hear about who you are, what would that thing be? And I'm gonna start over here with you, Toby. If that's um, well, I guess that's a big one because like, yeah, there's, there's multiple different things. <laughs> I think at the moment, like, um, speaking about identity yeah. and uh, just what it is in society at the moment. Obviously, I, I'm uh, maybe not obviously, but I'm I'm in the LGBT community. You can probably tell from the crazy hair colour. Not just saying that's <laughs> that's a label. Other people, so you know, yeah. put on me, which is very true. So you know, I can't really blame them for it. But uh, I'm I'm pansexual. I usually just say bisexual, and I'm I'm a trans man. So yeah. really, uh, at this point in my transition in my life, uh, labels. To myself, the labels, um, the, the labels I would have given to myself, actually don't matter anymore. Right. I've gotten to the point where I've, I'm, zen with everything. If that makes any yeah, sense, yeah. like, um, and I've, I've recently started doing makeup as well, so expression and labels. Yeah. And uh, most trans men that I know, it takes them a while to get back into femininity because they're scared right. um, of what other people will think of them. Right. And uh, really, what I'm trying to do, like, I, I do it on my on my YouTube and and on on social media. I'm just trying to say 
it, obviously you have to, don't run into something, especially like a transition, but just, it's all about it, finding what makes you happy. Yeah. And whether it be a label you like to give to yourself or um, a label that like you don't want for yourself, it, it, at this point, in my thing, it, it doesn't matter. I'm just trying to ignore what anyone else wants to, you know, force on me as in their labels and what they want to call me and what they want to think. And I'm just trying to think about how I can make myself happy. But it is also hard. You can't just ignore these things. Like, you can't ignore the things that um, people want to call you. But um, I, th I think it should be about trying to express yourself how, how you want to um, and, and just, uh, try, just try to not to listen to the things that other people are saying about you. I think I want to say that God's creation is beautiful and diverse and that I'm part of it, everyone else is part of it. No one label will do. And we've got to learn to celebrate our diversity and difference because the opposite to that is the end of us all. So for me, that is a really important thing. Cool. Quick to the point. Um, I would say that being a woman and being of colour um, will be the norm in stuffy places and um, you know, higher up in society. So, you know, be ready, we're coming, but um, it's, you know, it's not, it's not threatening, it's showing that we need to be more inclusive and um, being in higher positions isn't a privilege for the small few. And, um, you know, there are talented people out here who are of color and don't look like the people who are up there, you know, males who are pale, male and stale. So, you know, there are differences out there and it's all about being inclusive and embracing the environment because just like we, we will learn from the people who are there already, they will learn from us. Yeah. So. I'm gonna chuck over to Andy. Uh, be human, yeah. be human, love one another, be quick to hear and slow to speak. Yeah. Absolutely. Very, very important. Hear other people first. Don't always come with what conclusion you've already made or pre preconceived idea and yeah. perception. If I had to tell the world one thing about me. Yeah, about your identity that you think they need to know. I don't think they need to know anything. <laughs> um, and I think that's the problem. One, well, one of the problems that as I've got older, I've, uh, you try to explain yourself and you try to, mm. you know, uh, oh, accept me, accept yeah. me. And then you get actually caught in a cycle of just trying to please other people. Yeah. And I feel like now I'm in that space where it's just like, this is me. If you don't like it, then you can piss off. Yeah. And I've got nothing to say to you. And you know what? Sometimes the world needs to know that, right? And like, yeah, I'm some, cool yeah, the, how I am. Yeah. If you want to, you know, embrace me, you can. If you don't, that's also okay. I'm not going to hold that against you. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I would just say, stop assuming, be willing to be educated, but then also educate others. Mm. Important and cagey. You want to add anything? <laughs> it's very important. They need to know. You need to know. Thank you to everyone for, for sharing and for talking. And I think it's been a really honest conversation. I don't think there's any conclusions to draw. I just think this is a conversation that has to happen and has to keep happening. So if you're at home, like, comment, subscribe, let us know what you thought of this video and follow us for more content. Thank you for watching.